We are in the Lone Star State. Is there a bigger star in all of Texas than Big Tex? He welcomes about 2 million people annually to the State Fair of Texas. There's rides, there's games, but of course the big draw on Saturday is the game happening right behind us at the Cotton Bowl. That's right, the scene for the big game, Oklahoma and Texas and College Football Live starts right now. Welcome to College Football Live, presented by Buffalo Wild Wings. You are going to get all the fixins down here in Texas oh, this weekend. All of them, fried food, turkey legs, and of course a big matchup that'll be happening tomorrow right where we are sitting for College Football Live. Welcome into the show alongside Desmond Howard and David Pollack. I am Jen Latta. Today on the show, so much ahead for you, but of course we are going to break down that matchup between number four Penn State and number three Iowa. But before we get to that, let's take a look at your Saturday slate, guys, because it is a good one. Another fantastic day of ball headed your way and the highlights of course that game we mentioned the third ever Big Ten top four matchup that does not include Ohio State and Michigan and of course you got the big game right here Oklahoma and Texas meeting as ranked opponents for the 42nd time both boasting a couple of offensive superstars Rattler play action under pressure evades it throws in zone got it touchdown and Oklahoma has taken control He's a, you know, the engineer of the train. It can't be Baker Mayfield, Kyler Murray, Jalen Hurts. He, he's Spencer Rabin. You're the quarterback of Oklahoma. I give the kid credit. He is not, he is not bad at deny. He's a game player. You gotta be on all, all our cues this game. Robinson up the middle, able to break another tackle and another one. And a house call for Bijan Robinson. Touchdown, Texas. He's an insane football player. Bijan has been responsible for so much of our success. He's just a complete player. He can run for speed, he can run for power. He's a tremendous route runner. He's got good hands. It's no secret that they have one of the top backs in the league. They have good players on their side, but we have good players on this side as well. Well, the top performance presented by Invesco QQQ is the guy you just saw there, Spencer Rattler. A week after getting booed at home in a win over West Virginia, Rattler completed 88% of his throws for 243 yards, two touchdowns in a six-point win on the road at Kansas State. So we bring in Dez and David here to break it all down because, guys, it certainly has been an up-and-down year for Spencer Rattler, who we all thought was going to be the Heisman frontrunner headed into this season. Des, I'll start with you. What do you expect to see out of him tomorrow against Texas? Well, it's going to be an emotional game for, for both sides of the ball, for both teams. I think that um, you look at Spencer Rattler, he's been there before, but don't forget, this game went four overtimes a year ago. He's actually benched, but yep. he came back in the game and won the game, so he's going to have some confidence. He's going to use his tight ends to watch out for Jeremiah Hall and Braden Willis. These guys are tight ends slash H-backs. Actually, Hall had two touchdowns a week a week ago against Kansas State. So I think he's going to start to move in the pocket a little bit more and use his tight ends. But I think because of what happened a year ago, when he got benched and came back in and won the game, he's going to be confident. Yeah, I think he's confident. Um, he hasn't blinked. He's had a great season, by the way. Yeah. I think people have 100%. pointed to 
um, some of the lack of production. It's not the same team that he's had in the past. It's not the same team Jalen Hurts had. They're not protecting him. You watch all these clips. Nice little shallow screen there. Stoops getting the knockout block. Um, he's been pressured a lot. He's having to move a lot, but he's got a lot of playmaking ability. I've seen him play really well this season. Last week, probably the best game of this. I think he was 22 of 26 a week ago, something like that. So Spencer Rattler is doing great. The others around him have to continue to pick it up as well. Well, and he talked this week about how he has really started to develop the chemistry with his wide receivers, the other skill position players out there on the field. He said, you always want to prove somebody wrong, but first, you've got to prove yourself right. And that's the mindset he is going into this game with, just trying to prove that he is, in fact, the guy he thinks he is. On the other sideline, guys, of course, you got Texas, and they have looked like a very different team after Casey Thompson's first start on September 18th. Yeah, that's right. He's only played a handful of games under center. The Longhorns have ranked as one of the best offenses in the nation since he took over. His QBR of 85.3, fifth in FBS. So yeah, he has been the shot in the arm that Texas was looking for as he's taken over as the full-time starter. David, how do you think he'll handle the big stage right here behind us tomorrow? I think he'll be just fine. Um, you've seen his numbers. His numbers are great. Bijan Robinson can tote the rock, and he's a really good player too. But I, I think he's the guy that can do Sark's offense. He can do so many different things. He's athletic enough to move around, but he's got some swag about him. He's got something different about him that um, doesn't get rattled, doesn't get phased, and he's going to spread the ball out to multiple receivers, move the ball. He's got a, He's got enough mobility, Des. I, yeah. I just, I believe in him. I, I like what he brings to the table. I agree. I agree. I like him a lot. I think since they made the switch from Hudson Carr to Thompson, Thompson has been just phenomenal. But you, you hit on a good point. He has B. John Robinson. A quarterback's best friend is a great running back. And I believe B. John Robinson is not only the best running back in the conference, but one of the best in the nation. He's just a weapon. You could put him out, put him out wide. You could put him in the slot. And when they played, when, when OU played Kansas State last week, um, Kansas State's running back had 10 yards per catch, Deuce Vaughn, 10 yards per catch. Can you imagine if that's B. John Robinson against that OU defense? That works well. Yes, sir. In that order. I'll draw that up. Yeah, I'll, exactly. I'll make sure that happens. Yeah, try to take advantage of that mismatch. Um, we talk about Thompson, obviously. He has led Texas to scores on 30 of the 38 drives that he's been in charge of. That is a pretty good, efficient So you go, why right didn't he there. start the season? I know. That's the only thing I don't understand. I don't <laughs> understand why this man, he looks good him against K-State in the first one. Texas. In the opener, man. You know, but obviously he decided to stay, right, because he could have left earlier in his career yeah. and gone elsewhere, seen what else was out there with the transfer portal. It is certainly paying off for Casey Thompson at Texas. All right, guys, the biggest matchup of the day, though, has got to be in the Big Ten in Iowa City. You got Iowa taking on Penn State, number three versus number four. Both teams enter this game undefeated, and we've got the Bear, Chris Felica, helping us crunch the numbers on this matchup. Before the season, nobody would have pegged this week's biggest game being number four Penn State at number three Iowa. Not only is it the first regular season top five Big Ten matchup without Ohio State since 1997 when Michigan beat Penn State, but it's the first such game without Ohio State or Michigan since the Minnesota-Wisconsin game in 1962. Iowa doesn't lose games. They let you lose the games for them. Iowa's defense has carried the team to a 5-0 start. Opponents have had 70 drives, and only seven have resulted in a touchdown, while an amazing 15 have resulted in a turnover. 
37% of the points Iowa has scored this year have been a direct result of a turnover. After throwing nine interceptions and completing only 24 passes for 20 plus yards last season in nine games, Penn State quarterback Sean Clifford has had a resurgence in 2021. In addition to improving his QBR by 10 points, Clifford already has 20 20-yard passes and has nearly a 4-to-1 touchdown-to-interception ratio with 11 touchdowns and just three interceptions. I'm really happy for Sean. He's taking a lot of criticism. I'm really happy for him. A good game from Clifford could help Penn State coach James Franklin earn his first victory over a top 10 team on the road. Franklin's teams have gone 0-9, including 0-7 at Penn State, in true road games versus top 10 teams, with just one game decided by fewer than 11 points. A win by Penn State sets the stage for bigger games down the road with Michigan and Ohio State. However, an Iowa win means Hawkeye fans can dream of an undefeated season and a shot at the college football playoff. Big thanks to our buddy Chris Felica for putting that together. Obviously, that was a lot of numbers that we threw out you, but all you need to know is that both of these defenses, guys, are in the top 10, allowing four yards per play. So, Des, I'll start with you. What does Penn State offense have to do if it is going to crack Iowa's stingy defense? Be very, very patient. What Iowa's defense is all about is letting you make the mistake. They want to see if you're patient enough to put together a 12-14 play drive. Or if you try to get greedy, if you try to take the big shot, and that's when they pounce on you because they have a bunch of ball hawks in the secondary. You're talking about 12 interceptions already going to week six? I mean, that's insane. 16 takeaways on the season. What they love to do is put you in a position where you're not patient, you try to gamble, you try to take a risk, and then it pays big dividends so far for Iowa's defense. And they got a big advantage in speed on the outside. My, my recommendation would be to use it. Yeah. Dotson needs to touch oh, the Jahan, football. I, I love that kid. Throw, uh, throw the ball deep. Parker, another guy who's really dynamic. I think put those two guys on the same side, run your routes with those two guys together. But Sean Clifford, he's better. Right. Um, we've seen improvement. Yep. Is he elite? No. Yeah. Um, does he have a tendency to throw some, a couple of dolls that just make you scratch your head? Yes. But find five. Find, find nine, find, find 13, or find five, find three, find 13. There's a bunch of guys on this unit that they can spread the ball around. And when things break down, he also can run the football. And I think that's a big advantage against Iowa's defense this weekend. This will be a good old-fashioned rock fight, right, guys? Good old-fashioned Big Ten. Yeah, exactly. Grind it out. Uh, our fantastic researcher, Mar Marissa, gave me this little nugget. They are both top ten in yards per play points per game, and efficiency when it comes to defense. So, again. Shout out to Marissa. Great job, Marissa. Let's go. She's going to have to She's over there. We got the bear cam up? Wait exactly. for support. Oh, oh, she's ducking so now. Marissa. Look at her. Oh, Marissa, sit up. Sit up. You are on camera. Don't look at me. No. Don't look at me. She just wants her stats this and her numbers. That's amazing. Today. For her, of course. This week's Saturday night football game presented by Capital One features Jim Harbaugh and number nine Michigan in Lincoln taking on Nebraska. That game, of course, at 730 Eastern on ABC and the ESPN app. All right, still to come on College Football Live, more Marissa, 
probably. And also the Dogs D, they pitched another shutout last week against Arkansas. Will Auburn become just the second team to score a touchdown against them tomorrow? We will debate. Plus, Cincinnati passed probably their toughest test of the season last week when they beat Notre Dame. What needs to happen for the Bearcats to make it into the playoff? We'll ask Marissa. <laughs> College Football Live is presented by Buffalo Wild Wings and in part by Allstate. Save money like a champion with Allstate. Welcome back to College Football Live, presented by Buffalo Wild Wings. Why is this Uber driving five miles an hour? This is ridiculous. Finally. The app said you were driving a Mustang, but this is not what I expected. Lincoln Riley? I like to make a few extra bucks in the offseason. You wouldn't believe the tips I get on this thing. So where to, Eli? Coach, college football is all about different schools running different offenses, and your Sooner teams are no exception. Mayfield fires the deep ball for Westbrook. Baker, Kyler, now those guys could sling it. Touchdown Sooners! But I want to learn about the offense that made Oklahoma a national powerhouse, the wishbone. I know just the guy to talk to. Jump in the back. the horsepower on this thing, too? <laughs> you get great gas mileage, huh? Hey, I'd like to get there a little sooner. Eli's Places is streaming exclusively on ESPN+, Plus, bringing you some great content all season long. All right, guys, it's time for our Goodyear More Driven Team. And we got to give it to the entire Georgia defense. They have allowed, get this, 23 points total this season. And of those 23 points, only 16 of them have actually been against the defense in five games. That's the fewest the Bulldogs have allowed through five games since 1937. That's a little way back for you. It's you the cannot... fewest they've allowed through seven games, probably, since 1937. Good Lord, 23. you yeah. cannot overstate how good this Georgia defense has been. So I, I got to ask you, David, yeah. will Auburn find the end zone this weekend? Yes. I think they'll find the end zone. Some kind of wow. misdirection, some kind of trick play. You saw them a week wow. ago kind of run an end around and have success. Bo, Bo Nix scrambling around, running ability. Yeah, they'll, reach the end zone. they'll, get, they'll, get, they'll get one dance. Hey, I agree with you because, you know, Bo Nix, he, he likes to incorporate that playground, backyard style of football. That means it pay, puts a lot of pressure on the back. I mean, look at that play. That was Stupid. ridiculous against LSU. So you have a quarterback that can improvise like that. It increases your chances of scoring at least one touchdown against the best defense in college football, which happens to belong. Where would you to. put this defense from what you've seen the last several years? Well, how much respect what, do we have for him? I have to see more because I got to see him against better competition. Too. Yeah. Yeah, because I mean, you know, Clemson's offense. I mean, that's terrible. Yep. Uh, Arkansas, they blanked Arkansas, which is big. That was huge last week. I mean, so they're, you know, hey, they're doing what they're supposed to do as a dominant defense, no matter who you put on the other side of the ball. Yeah, I'm starting to I'm starting to trend in a direction that 
of all-time great defense. All-time great. Well, I mean, here's you got that guy in the middle, 99. He's, yeah, yeah, he's yeah. the focal point. He's uh, he's 350, depending on what he ate for breakfast. Um, and and he, he hit 20 miles an hour Same. on the GPS, which is just stupid. Repeat that. He hit 20 miles an hour on the GPS. 350. Yeah. Good luck I mean, with that. I mean, that's like insane. That's like getting hit by a truck. 100%. Yeah, yeah, that's not fun. Yeah. Uh, Jalen Carter's a top 10 pick up front. Nolan Smith. I mean, we can just go down the list. Right. I just, man, it's it's just every week, and you're just like, yeah, another. I want to see an offensive challenge. I want to see an offensive challenge. Exactly. Well, yep. Arkansas was a top 10 team. Okay, Auburn's top 18. Let's see what they got this week. Yeah. You keep that type of production up, certainly you can be in the Stupid. conversation for all-time great. It is still a little early in the season, and they do have some stiffer competition <laughs> a little bit later on this Silly. year. I just started thinking uh, about that Kings defense. I don't know if they're that good yet because they had a bunch of first rounds. They go were. Ahead, go ahead. All right, go well, ahead, let's go talk ahead. about Ole Miss and Arkansas because both teams went into their games last weekend thinking they might be able to do something, and, uh, yeah, well, about that. See, what happened was. <laughs> what happened to that popcorn, so, man? I am calling this. That's <laughs> Wave didn't work, baby. Popcorn definitely got burnt. I'm calling this the bounce back bowl between Arkansas and Ole Miss. Des, yeah. do you think that that fits the bounce back bowl? You like that? You think it'll stick? A hundred percent. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so who's going to bounce back in this You know, one? I'm thinking possibly, potentially, maybe Lane Kiffin and Ole Miss just because they have like Very a... Very convincing. A, yes, yeah, positive, yeah, they, potentially, they, yeah, potentially, maybe Lane Kiffin. You know, <laughs> they, they have Matt Corral, like before a week ago, before last week, like this time a week ago, he was like a Heisman favorite. No one's talking about it anymore for the highs, but that's what Alabama's defense can do to you. So I think these guys just might bounce back because of Lane Kiffin and his I, offensive genius. I hear you, but here's what I'll say about that. Uh, first of all, back and forth, back and forth. I'm not, I'm not putting my feet in anything concrete, that's for sure. Yeah, yeah. I believe in Sam Pittman and the culture more than I believe in the culture in Ole Miss. Okay. How about that? I, I okay. Just, I right. think the physicality, I, I think who yeah. they are, what they are. I just, I have more faith in Arkansas. I don't have much faith in either one of them, but... I think the Arkansas defense is going to stick around. I think KJ Jefferson will be a week healthier. Burks will continue to get healthy. I just, I believe more in what they are and who they are than I do in Ole Miss to be consistent week in and week out. And we have some great video tomorrow on College Game Day from the locker room with Pittman and the Arkansas Razorbacks after yeah. that loss. And you get to see what you're saying, that mentality, that culture that he is trying to create there with the Hogs. Last week was the first time under Lane Kiffin, by the way, that the Rebels were held to under 400 yards. Obviously, they are a high-powered offense. We'll see if they can get back to those Popcorn ways. wasn't popping. This weekend against no. Arkansas. Still to come on College Football Live, guys. Cincinnati looks to keep its perfect season going. We'll break down what has to happen if the Bearcats are going to have any chance of making the college football playoff. College Football Live is presented by Buffalo Wild Wings. may have faced its toughest test of the season last week when they beat Notre Dame in South Bend. Tonight at 7 Eastern, they open Sleep up the conference Temple play Big win last in week. the American when they face Temple. And David, Hater. Cincinnati is favored. See that little number down there? It's a, I don't, it's what a was big it? number. It was, you said little number. It was, well, it was little. It's our size. <laughs> it's a big number when we're talking about the spread. Let's there. ask Marissa what she thinks of it. 
Marissa, <laughs> you go. she never came back. She just yeah, left. Yeah, so you're going to go back to the empty <laughs> chair over there just spinning. Cincinnati, there she is. Cincinnati <laughs> is going to be favored in every game they play this year, guys. Knowing that, what should the mindset be, David, of this team every time they take the field? Just win. I, I mean, I know you, you probably want style points and you probably want it to look good. They got, they got Schmoo at the end of the year, SMU, and they could play them twice. Um, this is a year in college football where everything's kind of going crazy. Just, Des, I would just say go win. Yeah, I, I agree with you. If I'm Luke Fickle, I'm telling our guys, listen, week by week, game by game, we just want to go out there and play our A game. If we play our A game, everything should fall in place. Don't look ahead. Don't worry about the rankings. Let's just go out there and play Cincinnati Bearcat football. Tonight is the nip at night. And that is everybody dressing in black to support the Bearcats as they're back Nipper. at Nippert Nipper Stadium. Stadium. All right, let's okay. get back right, to right. the Pac-12 for a moment. We've got Stanford versus Arizona State going on also tonight. You can stay up late for that one. It's on ESPN at 10.30. Oh. Both teams coming off of wins versus ranked opponents in their previous games. Stanford upset Oregon, and the Sun Devils got the win over UCLA. Des, is Arizona State the best team in the Pac-12 South? I mean, so far, I think that they have a, a legitimate claim. Now, you know, the fighting Herm Edwards are out there playing really good defense. They're very effective on offense. I like what I see so far. So um, the jury is still out, but I would say yes right now. I would say they're the second best team. Really? BYU's the best team. <laughs> BYU does swept out the whole Open South. Get the heck out of here. I no, got you. Hey, big, big, big win or big game for them versus Stanford. Stanford, I think, could beat them. They're a huge underdog, by the way. Big two touchdowns, I think. Wow. Um, okay. Stanford's kind of got it rolling a little bit, but uh, Arizona State, you see speed, you see playmaking, you see Jaden Daniels quarterback play, but against BYU, they look very average. Yeah, so I'm excited to see this matchup. Stanford with those two wins over ranked opponents this year. And yeah, that right. looks pretty good. Also, this looking pretty good, guys. We could not come to the State Fair of Texas without bringing y'all a little bit of the flavor of the State Get Fair. Get in there, Des. So what do we got here? It looks like a turkey now, leg. This, this takes me back to like my childhood when I used to watch the Flintstones. Some okay. And they used to have like these like uh, brontosaurus burgers <laughs> and stuff <laughs> like that. Get in there, though. And Fred would be with no, You got <laughs> takes me back to my childhood, but yeah. I, I don't want it. Am I the only no. one that's actually going to eat like some of that in there. Miniature food? Oh, yeah. Well, see, I, I'll get into that. Is it, was it, is it good? Delicious. It won't be the best thing they serve, though, here at the Cotton Bowl. That'll be the game taking place tomorrow.